Dang it, I was too slow on switching the video over. I am I am ashamed of myself. And welcome to another episode of the Sharp Side of Paranormal. I am your host, Cody. Um, thank you all for, for last week. We had a lot of people tuning in, which was, it was great. Um, doing something a little differently this week. Not only am I streaming to uh, YouTube and Facebook, which I'm getting the green checks, um, I'm also streaming to our guest, uh, Clarissa, uh, both her Facebook and her YouTube, but I'm also streaming to TikTok as well. Hopefully it works out. I don't know. Uh, so if you're watching on TikTok, what you're doing is you're actually watching a live stream from my iPhone that is broadcasting the YouTube channel. So, uh, yes, um, one more one more uh, episode this this year of the Sharp Side of Paranormal, uh, which will be next week, and then we're off until next year. Uh, but I'm excited uh, for today's guest, Clarissa. Uh, she is a paran fellow paranormal investigator, as well as she actually hosts a paranormal convention, which we will talk about when I bring her in. So... She will explain it all. Uh, everybody, welcome Clarissa. Hi, everybody. Yay. <laughs> so glad to be here. Thanks again for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for agreeing to be on my show. I'm yeah. I'm excited. Yep, thousand percent. Love love to be on here. Hello, Brandy. We've already got people in the chat. If you have any questions for Clarissa, um, you can actually ask us and we and she will answer the questions. She says she is an open book. Yeah. So let's see how open of a book she is. <laughs> so what got you into the paranormal? So my story is a little different than a lot of people's stories. Um, a lot of people I hear, you know, they had paranormal experiences and um, or they've always just whatever, you know, got them in. It's kind of the same similar story. My story is a little different because I didn't really pay attention to the paranormal until I was much older and I got into it as a medium um, back in 2015. So that's when I entered the field, you know, there's a big difference of being not part of the field and being part of the field. And so I entered as a medium and it grew from there. And the reason I got into it, cause it's kind of weird to say, like, I just got into it. I did have paranormal experiences as a kid. I did have paranormal experiences as a teenager, but as an adult, I just ignored that stuff. And in 2015, I was in a very different part of my life, a different chapter, a very dark chapter. And I guess I was just looking for something that felt natural. And mediumship was something that came very natural to me. And so that's how I dived into this whole field was just, I was in a spot in life that was just not my best years. And I wanted to make them better. And by doing so, I accepted mediumship and started getting into it. And it's totally changed my life completely. So what was your first experience? When did you realize that you had the ability, you know, medium abilities that you that you could 
you know, communicate with the dead? Well, it was before my first reading. Um, before my first reading as a child, um, I would have premonitions, dreams, always had tons of deja vu, um, seen deceased, seen the dead. But before my first reading, I kind of like thought about all that. And I'm like, I could do a reading. So I didn't get the confidence to say I was a medium until after my first read. And I did my very first reading online with no photos, no face-to-face. Um, -face. It was all chat and it was very successful. And that one first reading made me confident enough to say, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. That felt good. It felt right. Let's keep doing this. And just over the years, I've just built and built up from there. Now, do you do medium or do readings regularly or... I do, I do actually, um, I do residentials and then, um, on top of residentials, I used to do readings at conventions, but that's too exhausting for me. So I don't do that anymore. But, um, a lot of times it's usually friends that reach out to me. They want me to read somebody that they know that's passed or they, or it's somebody who's been following the page for a while. Um, Brad Ferris, for instance, he loves to send me criminal cases, missing person cases. Um, and I read those for him. Um, I will read those for friends. Um, I don't know if a family ever came to me if I, cause a lot of times there's a lot of graphic details in these reads. So I, it would be really hard for me to do that without being like this disclosure, this could get gross. This could get bad. So, um, but I've read a lot for Brad. So he's sent cases to me. My friend Carla sent cases to me. So I've done a lot of those, but typically it's friends. It's friends of friends. Um, by reference, I get usually residentials by reference. Um, so, yeah. Now, what's the craziest residential that you've ever done? The craziest residential. And see, I heard your little story on the podcast and uh, with um, Nick Carboni, and I will tell you, it's not that crazy. I would be floored if I would have had that experience. Um, really, honestly, most of the residentials I had have been pretty calm. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there was one down in Indianapolis area that I did a residential for. Um, there was lots of evidence that they had to share and usually you don't see that you usually don't see a lot of evidence from the homeowners it seems like it seems like it's more like paranoia or something else is going on but these people actually had a lot of evidence and um we were at a, we were able to um uh speak about um their a fire that had occurred a couple years prior to their shed and then there was a creek nearby where a boy drowned. Um, those are probably some of the intensive reads I've done at a residential, but it wasn't scary. You know, I've, I've not had the experience you had. Okay, that was a whole other ball game. My residentials have been simply, let's cleanse a house. The family's not comfortable. Um, we did have, well, I take that back. We did have one residential where they were claiming that they found um, 
little boy underwear and like other crime scene stuff in a wall. And I don't know that I believe them, but they did have it in a bag to show me. And I was like, why didn't you send that to the police? That's weird. And they're like, oh, they won't believe us. And I'm like, uh, this is kind of, it's, it's like people scary, not ghost scary. I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I haven't, I mean, obviously my residential case that, everybody that you keep reference it was mm -hmm. it was pretty crazy but yeah wasn't weird like that yeah i mean no i've had a lot of weird ones <laughs> now do you think that's just because of who you are that you get a lot of weird ones or um it... well like i said I, it's usually by reference usually somebody wants a medium so that's usually how i go is as the, as the medium i rarely have gone as an investigator um, it's always been come walk this property and I thought, you know, and I'll, I'll do it, go do it. But I don't know why I get the weird ones. Um, and I'm, I'm, I know not to just believe everything I'm told. I know better. I know that we do just like you guys were talking on there. Um, doing like making sure it's not a drug problem or making sure it's not a mental health issue. Like I know to look for those signs also. Um, which I do, but yeah, I always take an investigator with me just in case they want to see the gadgets. Cause sometimes they're just excited at this point and then they want to see all the gadgets and they want to see what it does. And so, yeah, but I've done, I've done a lot of repeat customers and people reaching out to me at later times just to kind of be like, Hey, it's getting better. Hey, is there a way to come back out? Stuff like that. So I try to build those relationships. That makes sense. Now we do have a, a an audience question here. Sure. Just on an at, at, at an investigation, not a reading. Where did you get the most intelligent responses? Ooh, just on an investigation, not a reading. So I would say a couple of the places I'm impressed with when it comes to investigating. We're talking pay-to-play locations. One would be Waverly Hills. The other one would be the mysterious Monroe house. Um, another one that we had pretty um, good responses is the old Kosciuszko County jail in Warsaw, Indiana. That one's pretty good. Um, those are probably some of my top three that I've had good responses, intelligent. Literally it's like we're having a conversation with them. So like a long conversation, not just like, oh, they got one or two answers and then they're gone. You know, it's like long conversations. Y'all are um, Brandy. That's Brandy's awesome. From, Brandy's from Warsaw. Yeah. I uh I love uh investigating with Brandy. We uh we just went to the Monroe house. So yes, I am did. Was it yeah, good? Uh it it never disappoints. I've been there twice. Yeah. Um First time I was there, I got the the famous cat ball video that everybody has seen um, that was rolling on the table. Yeah. And um, it, Van would love to investigate that. Where, where? You you love to investigate everywhere. Um, and the, the last time we, uh, Bam actually has this uh, doorbell thing. And yeah, it's motion activated and it just kept going off the whole night. Like we couldn't figure out uh what was uh what was going on. Hey Sky. It's Sky. Um yeah, so 
Uh, oh, the old Kosciuszko County Jail. Yes, I oh, would love yeah. to go there. What was your experience like there? That's a place that, and then I'm going to ask you about Waverly because those are two locations that I haven't, I haven't been yet. Yeah. So the old Kosciuszko County Jail, I was introduced to it um, from an old group that I was with like 2017 or something. Um, but it was at one point in time run by Marianne and Evelyn Pratt. Uh, I don't think they have the same last name. Marianne, Evelyn, they're sisters. Um, rest in peace. Evelyn has passed since, but Marion's still around. I don't know if she still has it open to the public. She did last year in December, um, but I think you have to know people to get in there. So um, because it's not really open, open to the public, it's not like you can go to a website and get in, you know, book it or whatever, because um, it was very specific times that, that they had available back when I booked it last December. Um, but I first had a good, good experience there in 2018. I did the world's largest, largest ghost hunt there. And I did that with Marianne Evelyn and it was with Heart City Paranormal, you know, Phil Gibson. Um, we all investigated there together. Um, we had audible things that some of the other team members could hear out of their own ears. Um, I was doing automatic writing and wrote something down about a sheriff. And at the same time, we got um, one of the investigators could hear somebody coming down the stairs and somebody on one of the EVP said something about he's coming, meaning the sheriff is coming. So they were making their rounds at the time. So that was a really good experience. Every time I've gone there, I've had an experience, but that was one of the most notable ones. And that was during the world's largest ghost hunt. So it was all on video. Isn't that always great? Like when you actually catch stuff on video, yeah, because it's, nice. it's very nice because I've had a lot of stuff that has happened when mm -hmm. I'm not recording, like either when I'm like setting equipment up or tearing equipment down. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm just going to buy a body camera just so it yep. rolls the whole time. Uh, but cause like I've had stuff happen and it's just like, Oh, this happened. Well, did you get an idea? Well, no. Cause I was like setting up my security camera system mm -hmm. or I was tearing it apart and it. And it's no joke because that stuff takes forever to set up. Like you're getting yeah. everything and it's, it, yeah, it's just frustrating. Like, you know, when you miss, you know, good evidence. So it is. Well, when you get there, like all you want to do is get, get started. You just want to dive. Like who wants to spend 30, 30 minutes an hour setting up cameras when you can be like, let's do this. <laughs> now, Bam will testify to this. Um, yeah. And Sky will too. So we went to ISS back in October. Okay. And it was the second time that I had ever used the security camera system, but it's such a large location. Yes. So it took me literally two hours to set up four cameras because I had to ra I ran like 1500 feet of cable. Oh just my gosh. And it was worth it though. Uh, yeah. Because I, I was able to get the fifth floor and the third floor of the residential. I was able okay. to get the, the nurse's station and then the one hallway and the nursing home. I was... I was just a few feet short of being able to get one in the front room of <laughs> true story. Uh, uh, 
I was just a few feet away from being able to get uh, a camera in the administration building. Now I have enough cable that I'm thinking uh, uh, completely scared me by screaming up at a window because you could see me. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, which they left me. Everybody just left me and started investigating while I'm finishing yeah. up everything. And I had to, I had to, I had to find them and I had to, it was dark out and I'm like, mm -hmm. ISS is scary. So I, you know, don't, I don't, I don't like that. It's extremely dark out there. Very I dark. Love it. It was uh, the place I went to my first ever paranormal investigation. So. Oh, I have. Did, a, did I, you happen to see any bats? Uh, the first time I was there, there were a crap ton. And yeah. And I've got to give Greg and his team over there. They have been doing a phenomenal job with, you know, rehabbing the location and getting rid of the bats. I don't think, I don't think we saw any bats the last time we were there, maybe like one or two, but the first time I was there, there were a ton. Yeah. Uh, so we did see a lot of spider. Yes. Lots of spider crickets. Yes. No more bats. Spider crickets. Oh, oh. man. I was saying they like we were in the tunnels because like yeah. Sky got Scott Sky got this great idea. Like it was it was like eight or nine o'clock at night. She's like, let's 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 go through the tunnels. So we went from the, the outer tunnel all the way into the administration building. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, uh, hey, look at this. I'm investigating the Monroe house right now. Ooh, that's awesome, yeah. Travis. Yeah. Why didn't I get an invite, dude? You know I'm like 30 minutes away. <laughs> but because you're you're doing that. I mean, you could have gone know, live. True. Still. I mean, you could have gone live at the Monroe house. That would have been sweet. We just yeah. showed showed could've the guest. <laughs> so you mentioned Waverly, and that's yeah. on my on my uh bucket list of places okay. um to go. I want to know what your experience at Waverly. That's weird. I'm just trying to fix it. it. It keeps doing this. I have to get a new one before my podcast go live. Find me. <laughs> it's fine. I I just have this cheap one that I got from Walmart. Yeah. I got the invite an hour. Okay, that's that's legit. One hour before the investigation. Just saying, though, dude, I'm like, Monroe House is like right down the highway from me. <laughs> Waverly is amazing. Yeah. Everybody I know has gone to Waverly. Almost everybody. That's... I love, I, I, I don't get this camera. So I will tell you about Waverly. I've been to Waverly one time. It's not going to focus. It, give it a minute. It'll focus eventually. Um, so I've been to Waverly one time. It was in July of 2017. Uh, we were at a public and um it was like i've heard horror stories about publics there being like oh there's just too many people too many people you know uh we have maybe 20. so not a bad group for a five-story gigantic building um and it stormed that night which made it even better <laughs> Uh, but there's allegedly like a creepy crawler or whatever in the one floor. I didn't see that. Uh, but there is um, on the top floor, there was a mischievous little boy who 
somehow got a hold of my flashlight because we did a pendulum read and we were all sitting together and with my equipment beside me and the um, flashlight went missing while we were doing that reading until we were packing up and I realized it was missing. Uh, somehow it got clear across the roof by the trash can and I pretty sure it was that little boy. <laughs> um, another weird thing that happened to me was I actually saw a full body white apparition there. Um, that's probably the only time that I, I say physically see something as opposed to mentally, because when I do readings, I can visualize a lot of things. But physically, this literally took me by surprise because I was not paying any attention at all. And I physically just I seen it. It like went right past me like we were walking the same direction. Um, so that was pretty impressive. I'm going to fix this yet. <laughs> Driving me nuts. Look at that face. <laughs> so Brandy, Brandy asked, did you zoom right on down the road? What are you what are you did, talking did about? Did I zoom Brandy? on right down the road? Oh, to go to to go to uh, Monroe House, I can. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible today. I hate this camera right now. Oh, Travis. Uh, she was asking Travis. Oh, he lives in that area too, so I'm sure I he just, was. He got there on time. I just realized that it was um, it was not. So my TikTok is running on a separate computer, so oh, yeah. it was getting the mic from my computer as well as the sound from the stream. So it was it was kind of looping. So I had to fix that real quick. It, your your podcast so speaking of that we can plug your There's podcast there it goes so we can plug your podcast um so you're starting a podcast you're starting your podcast back up in january yes so i have had i've had unveil paranormal the podcast since 2021 i'm pretty sure it's been um last season we did uh evidence reviews me and brad ferris he uh, helped me out on that season. Um, this next season that's coming up, it starts on January 10th at 8 p.m. It's going to be every Wednesday. Uh, we're going to do something a little different. Um, I, I've done the whole like having guests on the show and I've done the whole like tarot readings and I've done the whole like evidence reviews. Like I've done a variety of things on the show because I just, I like variety. <laughs> And we're going to do something new. And uh, you guys are going to have to wait for that announcement. <laughs> it's going to be completely different than anything I've done. It's going to be a lot of hard work, but we're going to make it happen. So I'm really excited. It's going to be, all I can say is it's going to be different. I, I can't tell you more than that. Welcome so I was supposed to have the video ready by tomorrow to go live, to share what it's going to be about. I'm not done with it. <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. I was going to say, you could share it with us now, you know? It's going to be different. <laughs> That's the answer I got. You know what? I'm excited. And, uh, you know, 
was January, you said January 10th? January 10th is the first episode. January 10th. So we're going to have to, we're going to all have to watch that. Absolutely. So you, you've alluded that you had listened to the podcast (laughs) that I did with Nick. Yeah, I, I did. I had to. I mean, we all, we all knew it was going to happen. Uh, what, what was your thoughts on that? Um, well, I had a lot of thoughts anyways about the bell. So guys didn't listen to it. Um, Nick Carboni used to be a part of OWPS used to be part of the bell. Uh, our guy here used to be part of the bell. Um, so I had to listen to this episode because I was curious because I had my own opinions about the bell forever ago. Um, way before anybody else really had opinions (laughs) so well thank you thank you i'm glad they that you guys did they really enjoyed that podcast Uh, um i I, i'm still waiting for the backlash there yeah i would anticipate it so i will just say this this is what i'll say because i'm an open book and i really don't care who likes me or not um i met the lovely couple, Nick and Angie, before they started, and the bell, before the bell even became a thing. Um, always adored Nick, liked his vibes. He had good, positive vibes. Um, I got blocked and banned shortly after the bell had opened because everybody knows my ex-boyfriend that I dated for two years. You might not know him, but everybody in the paranormal field that's my friend knows my ex-boyfriend that I dated for two years um was part of owps for a short time and we were broken up at the time so i got blocked i'm sure maybe that had something to do with it who knows but anyways my my issues were always the same one i always thought it was overpriced this is from the get-go this is from the very beginning two i didn't like investigating with all the lights on and three i didn't like investigating with so many people uh there sound travels there so it's not, it wasn't the best experiences I've ever had on investigations. Again, they were public. You can't really control the public too much. Um, but I did have one public investigation and then I went to a New Year's Eve party. So long story short, um, I still don't go to the Bell. I probably won't ever go to the Bell. It's a beautiful building. Um, it's unfortunate that it's not um, run by people who are passionate about the field. Um, in my opinion, I, I do believe uh, that was Nick's dreams, not Angie's dreams. She's just taken over, in my opinion. That's my that's my opinion. <laughs> now I just piss people off. <laughs> I have I am 34 years old, and that is what I've been doing my whole life is pissing people off. So Yay, we'll one, get along. Why, why stop now? My so, wife's watching this, and she's like, "Shit." Um. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's, uh, that's why I wanted to listen to it. I wanted to hear what had all happened and all that. I didn't know actually half that stuff that was mentioned um, until I listened to that. I didn't even know half that. So again, I was blocked by like everybody that had to do with that situation. And um, I'm just happy now that uh, me and Nick are friends again on Facebook and all that fun stuff. And he made a smart choice. It's unfortunate, sad, but, um, you know, you gotta go with your heart and, you know, you can't just keep toxic around. 
I I agree with that. And that's the problem. There's a lot of toxic people in the paranormal community. There's a lot of drama in the paranormal community. Um, and now it, I have to, lots of drama surrounds it. Want no part. Exactly. Mic drop. There we go. Uh, so, yes, there has been a lot of drama. And unfortunately, I have been in some of the drama. Yeah, you're drama Well, that's because I was writing for a magazine. So, like, I literally had to live the drama to, to get the, the good scoop. I mean, that's how I wrote the story about Ghost Hunts USA is because I was in the drama. Really? You're part of that? Oh, I wasn't part. Of, like, I didn't okay. work. I didn't work for Ghost Hunts USA. But, um, you know, my first investigation I ever did was a public with Ghost Hunts USA. Okay. And a lot of the people that I'm friends with in the paranormal community, you know, worked for Ghost Hunts USA. Yep. And um, I happened to see a TikTok video. Um, so the Unrefined Podcast, uh, BJ and Mitra, they do a podcast. Um, we actually used to be part of a TikTok group called uh, Team Best B. So okay. I have followed them forever. Uh, it started during COVID and it was just a bunch of parents and stuff like doing yeah. skits and stuff. It, it's a fun time. Yeah. And uh, so BJ shares this um, video from Courtney is this woman's name that she had, she had bought tickets to go to the USS North Carolina with Ghost mm -hmm. Hunts USA goes us hunts usa shuts down she files a dispute with her credit card company and then ghost hunts usa replies back and says she got her goods and services what? like she paid for it. yeah yeah so i interview her because i'm doing a story yeah and she kept saying her credit card company and i was like okay who's the credit card company right it's capital one okay this is probably why my Capital One credit cards got canceled. Anyway, um, so I reached out to their PR team. I'm like, listen, I'm writing a story. And mm -hmm. within an hour, I had a response. They were they wanted her phone number so they could call her. Oh, so they, Lord. they called her. And within three days, they, she got her money back. <laughs> she should. Exactly. I mean she should, you know, the idea behind Ghost Hunts USA is clearly the motivation there was money. Um, I would sit, I would see their ticket prices and then I would go look to see how much it costs to book it. And then I do the math. Like everybody should do the math. Are they profiting or are they not profiting? So the thing is, I have mixed feelings about those type of things because I will host public investigations a couple times a year. Um, I try to not profit off of it because the whole point behind me hosting publics is to let people who can't typically afford to go for like you know, it's like 500 bucks, say, to go. Not not everybody has 500 bucks just to book a place by themselves. But some people want to go. But you tell them it's going to be 30, 40 bucks, they'll go. 
they will split that cost with you. And, um, you know, in order to split the cost, you either got to be part of a team, you got to have friends in the field, whatever, um, or you, or you host a public, you know, but when you're charging, you know, 120 bucks for a $500, you know, building, and then you're selling like 30 tickets, that's, a huge profit that's like what 2500 i don't know whatever math i don't do math in my head <laughs> you know what i mean like it's a massive profit and that that was my problem with them and then when i found out about like people not getting it you know refunds and all this stuff i'm like i knew this was trash <laughs> yeah i mean i the wife and i paid a hundred i think it was like 169 dollars a person to go to iss so yeah yeah, so we got like $338 tied up. No, I mm -hmm. think it was more than that. Whatever. To go to ISS. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can rent that place out for like $1,200. Or you can rent it out on like a Sunday through Thursday for like seven. Was it seven fifty? Right. So Yeah, so I got two more people. I would have been able to, to, to pay for the whole thing. So right. it's just like, and I understand they're a business and they, they got to pay their employees, which they didn't pay their employees. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, but yeah, it's just ridiculous. Hi, Angel and Lindsay. Um, my guests last week, they're absolutely oh, okay. Hello. fun, fun to investigate with. And ISS is way expensive. Yeah. I tried to go lower on my public tickets, but there was no way. Yeah, I get that. Absolutely. It's it's too much. And, you know, and the people, they need to make something off of it. The people that own it, they have to be able to upkeep it, all that stuff. So I get That's it. I get it. But when you're making, like Ghost Hunts USA was making, that a huge profit. Exactly. And that's why I'm thankful for, like, you know, the Pythias or mm -hmm. um, the Monroe house, because it is extremely affordable. Yes. And um, they actually do a good job. Right. Like, like the Monroe house, I bring it up. They, you got a fridge full of pop, like, yeah. and it's like $35 a person. I drank the last time I was there. I think I drank $35 worth of pop. <laughs> just myself so yeah it, you know there are locations out there that you know do the right things and then there are others that mm -hmm. are expensive and now i get iss is expensive and they had to raise their prices but they are making it a better experience there for us That's like they're, they're rehabbing completely redoing the superintendent's mansion it's going to be a bed and breakfast oh okay yes so i am i'm excited for that um they got wi-fi there now um okay it, it almost almost to the actual adams hall it like stops working right at the entrance but like yeah so in in, in an administration you can kind of get it so eventually the whole the whole complex will have um will have wi-fi um yeah well i really hope like everything is like going to turn around that 
ISS, I kind of caused a huff there for a minute. Um, people were not happy because I actually posted about how many bats there were. I went in May with Sky and a couple other friends and stuff, and I had a miserable time because of the bats. There is not a lot that scares me in the paranormal. Bats are my kryptonite. I can't investigate with that crap. <laughs> It's it's something I know. Like some people are like, oh, we used to go into abandoned buildings or bats everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Look, I am paying to be here, okay? If I have to pay to be here, I want it bat free or pretty damn close. There were massive bats in there. Um, and it sucked. And and it wasn't too terribly bad until it started to rain and they all went inside. So I spent a lot of time outside that night for sure. Yeah. You know, I, there, it was there in April. Okay. Um, there were, a, there were, there were quite a few, but this past time in October, I don't, I don't think we maybe one or two bats. So I know yeah. they're, they're, they're doing their best. Like, you know, they put a bunch of new windows in Adams hall. That's good. So, so, you know, it's very nice. One buzz by my face the second time I was there. It touched me. Oh, gross. So you have a paranormal convention that you run. I did have a paranormal convention that I ran, but I will tell you why I'm saying I did. I was just going to say, why did it go from did or why is it did? I, I want to hear this. Yes. Para Unity 5, that's what you're referring to, right? Yep. Unveil Paranormal was the host of Para Unity 5, and I killed it from what I'm told. People loved it, had an awesome time, um, but it's not just me who helped run that. So Para Unity out of Peru, this was the fifth year in October. They are a whole group of members we call the committee. I am now part of the committee. I was last year too, the year before, but I'm not the host this year. I am just a committee member. So yes, I do still help run Perry Unity okay. in Peru, Indiana. However, every year, so this is a little different than most conventions. Conventions are typically ran by the same person every year. However, Perry Unity wanted to make it inclusive. We wanted to make it pure para unity we want paranormal people involved so this year i got to vote for para unity sixes uh host and it's going to be trips paranormal um based out of huntington they're part of taps are you familiar with them i am a hundred percent familiar with Teresa. Yeah. i have um i have actually investigated with trips i was invited to go to post town elementary back in may okay. with them okay and, and i actually went to Teresa's house yep. um which is the i guess the location for Perry unity six because she posted it on, she posted it on her facebook what she I'm did pretty, not I need, I need to read my committee thing. I need to read it. <laughs> I, th I think she did. I'm pretty sure she did. Am I out um, of the loop? 
Uh, yeah, apparently. So, um, I need, so to, I actually, I need to unmute the chat. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so I went there in July, actually, because um, okay. she had a dinner party. Okay. So, yep. With a bunch of paranormal investigators. Yep. She and did. There were, and there were a couple of people from the Bell Mansion there. And, um, mm -hmm, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh and that was yeah so and but it was my wife and i but i had we had to leave early because i had an interview for the magazine that i had scheduled and i forgot about this dinner party i'm sorry yeah um so we left early and apparently they got some really good evidence at this at the location and then i guess was it yesterday Teresa emailed or yeah she sent me a facebook message uh one of her security cameras in the auditorium like got motion and sound triggered and there was nobody there but her and she was Ooh. not in that portion of the house and you can hear uh footsteps in the video which is really That's really creepy. cool i know so yeah i'm she's actually hosting an investigation there tonight um I need to go there and investigate that place. Well, let me know when you do it. I would absolutely love to investigate with you. I've never been there. So I was, I talked to her and she said, yeah, just let me know when you want to come out. So that's my plan. It, come out and investigate a, there. The fact that she had, they bought an old Masonic temple. Yeah. And, and it's a cool looking building. It is really nice. I I am jealous. I wish I had like they have so much room to do stuff. I would first off, I would hate to see the heating and cooling bill. But, oh my gosh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. So okay, so you're not the host. I am not yeah. the host. And unfortunately, I didn't make it to five this year because I had to work lame i know because <laughs> paranormal unfortunately does not pay and and it's very expensive to be in the paranormal so you gotta you gotta make make money somehow it's a very expensive hobby but it's a fun hobby it is <laughs> it's a great hobby <laughs> except for the drama yeah and sky's always causing drama so it's okay i i do i think i do pretty good staying out of the drama um, anytime mm -hmm. I've been brought in it, any drama, it was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know as part of it until somebody told me. They're like, you don't even know this? I'm like, I wasn't there. <laughs> so. So I, I know I got the invite. You're hosting a private investigation. I am. For New, New Year's Eve. Yep. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to be able to attend yet. It's, That's still, all right. it's, it's still up in the air. Yeah. So the Pythias. Yes. How many times have you been to the Pythias? Once. What was your experience like there? Um, I wish the Pythias could be open to the public on all floors. <laughs> Because I would say the most intense time at the Pythias would be the basement and the first floor. Yeah. Sure. 
Um, I actually, we were on the first floors at the beginning of it and I like thought I was going to pass out. I was just standing in the middle of there and I was like, I had to, I had to go walk outside because something, it was like a sudden thing just rushed up on me and I thought I was going to pass out. At that point, I knew like there's definitely some stuff in here because that doesn't happen often. It's happened at some places, but not very often. So yeah, I would say highly recommend the Pythias. I highly recommend going to Shabby Al at all just to shop because she has a unique taste in items and I love it. I love the items she has there. I always have a good time. I've been to the Pythias three times. I, I was just there a couple of weeks ago. Um, and uh, Sky got a lap dance from me uh, <laughs> by accident. Oh, by um, accident. <laughs> So we're in the basement and she's like sitting across from me yeah. and something like grabs the back of my neck and I like jump up and I forgot she was like right there and I fall right into her lap. So <laughs> uh, I'm out of breath on every floor. I understand that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, like I always get, it doesn't matter what location I'm at. I always get full on set in my lap. Uh, you enjoyed it. Um, I get touched no matter where I'm at. And like the shabby owl in the Pythias is no joke. Like, like I'm down, we're down in the basement. It's Brad and sky and a couple other people. This was the second time I was there and, um, I'm going to sit down and something grabs my ass. Like full on, like you could feel it squeeze. And I'm just like, what the heck was that? I'm like, and then something was like all over Brad too. So yeah, he gets that there. I think, I think it's that Sarah, the spirit, Sarah. Yeah. They've talked about Sarah, Sarah while we were there, I believe. Yeah. It's, it's a fun time. I definitely recommend it. And it's like 160 bucks. You can rent out the, the Airbnb upstairs yeah. and it's, it's totally worth it. Even if you just are on the, the top floor, um, right. because that great room, you do get a lot of experience or, you know, experiences up there. Yeah. Um, I am sad. The one closet's now being used as storage. I did a yeah. solo in that closet and had a good time. Um, a good time in the closet. Yes. <laughs> What, why do you think it is that you get touched everywhere you go? What do you think is the reason for that? I share, I share custody of the ghost from what I've heard from the owner. <laughs> um, so I, so I am, I am, I'm very sensitive. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't full on say I'm a medium. I mean, I've had, you know, deja vu. I've had, you know, I guess visions um, in my dreams and, and stuff has happened. Um, I just, I think they, first off, they, the spirit's going to rise out of me because they know, like, I'll scream like a little girl. Um, you laugh. It's no joke. I, I believe it. I believe it. Um, I don't know if it's that or the fact that, I, you know, I, I have been an EMT in the past. Okay. 
so like I don't know if they seek me out because I am, you know, like there to help. I, do, you, I, do you call it? Would you say you're empathic by chance? I like you feel energy. You feel people's like the emotions and the feelings they get. Shut up, Randy. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, sometimes I do. Like, um, I, I would say. So at the Bell Mansion, there's this little boy spirit named Andy. He's up on the, uh, the third floor. And one of the times I was there, I felt sorrow. Yeah. Like, cause he. Here I am, and now I'm learning to control it. Um, I guess he followed a paranormal team from ISS to the Bell Mansion. Oh, okay. Um, so from what I understood, he was a patient there when it was a TB hospital. Okay. And his family, it, like his mother died there and he died there. Okay. Um, all paranormal evidence, nothing like concrete to back that up yeah um but just like one of the times i was there i was there by myself up on the third floor just you know talking with him and i just started crying for no reason just started crying mm -hmm. and and just felt like angst so yeah. I, I i don't know if that you know is empathic or or not but it was definitely an experience well, the spirit will typically go for whoever they're comfortable with. Um, so if they're sharing or using your body essentially to show the emotions that they're feeling, um, they, they're probably very comfortable with you. Um, just about anybody can be affected by a ghost, um, but a lot of people don't understand and that's the, that's the difference. If you're understanding why you're feeling a certain way or you got you got more than just I'm just I'm more than just sad. I'm sad. And this is this is why then you're picking up on what they're trying to tell you. You know, some people just their emotions change and they don't know why. So does that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's got to be why I get messed with at, at every single location. I think it, I think they get a rise out of it and I think they feel comfortable with me. That yeah. could be, that could be why. I Do people just talk to you naturally? Like humans, actual people. Yeah. But I don't like talking to people. Um, no, I, I, yes. So I can like strike up a conversation with anybody and people yeah. just like start talking to me. It's sometimes it's like, listen, I haven't had coffee yet. Stop talking to me. Um, I feel that. I feel that so much. <laughs> what the heck was that? What? There was, I, I don't know. You sound like me now. There was some kind of noise behind me and there's nothing in the basement with me. Like well, the, the kids and the wife are upstairs. So I timestamped the, the time at around 48, 49. You had a white streak go down and out like that, right by your head. 
but I all I did was look the clock. I didn't want to stop you and be like bug or not a bug, but you might want to replay it later. It's around 48, 49 minutes. So I will, uh, I will have to. Great. I don't know if anybody else seen it, but I seen it. Great. So it's when That's... you're talking about the person from the bell or from the ISS and the bell. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. So, oh, I'd be excited. I would totally be okay if he was here in my house with me. And now my wife is going to kill me and I smell sage burning. <laughs> Just kidding. The last time I saged, I woke up outside. So, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I have to do that joke. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, so do you have any paranormal tea? Because this has been the week of like, paranormal tea been dropping do you have any more oh, paranormal man. tea no i i do so good at staying out of the drama i think i think i do good at staying out of the drama um that's gonna be a no from me dog <laughs> so i would say uh i think the bell thing was the biggest tea that i saw going on this week. I do like to watch other people and they spat at each other. Like you see the typical spats about orbs and whatever. And, you know, but I don't have any good uh, tea. I, so I am not going to go into full details about this. It's not tea. It's just, it has to do with orbs. So okay. a paranormal team, LNM paranormal, who I'm actually interviewing next week which okay. is going to be the final episode of the year, okay. um, sent me a video from a residential. And I have to say that it is the best orb. I, I, I would call it an orb that I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like what it does. Okay. But like they get a shadow and then later yeah. in the video, they get this orb. And I just like replayed it over. Like Mike just messages me. He's like, Cody, I'm going to send you a video. And I need you to call me after you watch it. And okay. my jaw my jaw was all the way to the floor. So that um, good of an orb. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they are. He is um he's gonna be talking to the owner of the house to make sure mm -hmm. it's okay to publish that video. If we get the okay, they are going to debut that video on my show next week. So nice. uh, so uh but it is and, I, and you know what there there is always that argument of orbs, but this one this one is clearly not something with you know it's not dust or anything yeah it, it's clearly not and you'll see what i'm talking about when you, you see the video i'm just they said it to nick Car carboni as well Did they? The, the, okay. these videos because they're friends with nick yep and and um his response was just like holy shit so um yeah but no there are people Oh, this is an orb. It's an orb. No, that's that's dust. That's little right. dust. Like I, I don't know if you're part of the Facebook group Indiana Paranormal Investigations or not. 
I don't, I'm part of so many groups. I can't keep track. <laughs> so there's this lady here in Fort Wayne that kept like sharing pictures. And she's yeah. like, I think something's going on in my house. And um I don't I don't know if Sky, if you if you if you remember the lady, but this lady is she's from Fort Wayne. She kept sharing these pictures, but like you could clearly see that the photo, like she's moving the camera as yep. she's taking the photo. And she's like, oh, oh look at that, look at that light. It's like streaking. Mm -hmm. I was like, ma'am. Ma'am, you're moving the camera when you're taking the photo. There's nothing paranormal. Oh, I got it's it I need I need a paranormal team to come out to your to my house. I'm like, no, ma'am, you need to put the camera on a tripod. All right, and then take a photo. <laughs> and take a photo and not move the camera. Like yes, it's it's ridiculous how yes, how so sure. much is now I did. I kind of got into an argument with Teresa earlier this year yeah. on, on one because I'm, I'm like, it just, it's so, so it was from post town. Yeah. I, I were in the mean teacher's room. Okay. I, have a, I have a cat ball. I have my EMF reader and it's, I'm shooting it with my IR camera. The cat ball goes off and then all of a sudden my EMF reader just starts spiking up. And then you see this like, thing fly across the screen like almost at the same time everything it's like in progression yeah she says it's dust and i'm like no it's not dust <laughs> so so i'm i was that person thinking mm -hmm. that it it's, was you you can dispute that stuff like but so, sometimes you can tell it's an orb and to me an orb is a light anomaly usually it's usually more of a light. It's just rounded, smaller, whatever, and it moves. It's not, you know, th that's usually what it looks like. That is an official orb. Orbs do exist. I actually made a t-shirt sh shirt that said hashtag orb, orbs life matter, orb lives matter. <laughs> and then I, and then we didn't, nobody wanted it. So I was like, fine. <laughs> Cause they that do. <laughs> That would have been funny though. Orb lives matter. Orbs, they do though. Everybody's like so hating on them. I, oh, uh, I don't, I don't think I have the, I don't think I have the video. Dang it, I, I know I have it somewhere, but I just, I can't remember where I put it. But yeah, it was, it was a good video, and yeah. I thought, I thought it was newer, but it's nothing like. I don't know. It's, but yeah, there's, there's people that argue that all the time. And then mm -hmm. there's, there's the people that go into locations. It's a demon. It's a demon. It's a demon. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not sure. a demon. You can definitely tell the difference. What is, what, real quick before we wrap this up? Yes. So there's a, there's a location in South Bend. Yep that has a celebrity that does investigations there. Do you know, oh. who do you know who I'm talking about? In South Bend? The Bird Cell Mansion. I've not been there. I have not. I smell sulfur. That's just, that's just Melanie. <laughs> After at the Monroe so what, House. So what about the birds, birds still? So you know who Corbin 
is it Corbin Bentley? Corbin Bentley. Uh, yeah, I've seen the name. I probably follow him. I just, I am the worst person to ask about paranormal celebrities because I don't watch TV. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's a paranormal celebrity. He He's a self-proclaimed celebrity. Okay, like celebrity. YouTuber? Yeah, he's a YouTuber. He's been on a couple of shows, like, as a guest. Okay. Anyway, so he has this video. So he's in okay. the basement. I dislike him, and I don't even know him. So he has this video. He says he's standing out in front of this doorway for two hours trying to catch something. And he magically starts recording at this exact moment. Yeah. The door shut and there's light underneath the door. You can see something go from the left to the right. Okay. He starts freaking out and then goes in. And immediately, what would you do if you saw a shadow go from left to right? Which way would you start looking when you walk into that room? The way the shadow went. Yeah, that's how I would do it. He looks to the left and he's like, oh, look, there's nothing here, nothing here, nothing here. Delays and then goes to the right. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's like, oh, see, there's nothing in here. Nothing in here. Don't buy into him. I don't buy into him. I think he's he's full of crap. So he finally goes to the right. But yeah. the time that he's looking to the left gives enough time for somebody to come out of the room behind him. And then he goes to the right. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. That could be exactly what happened. I just, what do you feel about people that have to fake evidence like that? Um, I feel a little sad for them, actually. <laughs> um, a little sad and a little annoyed because honestly, there's no reason to fake evidence in this field. Real paranormal investigators know that you're not always going to get evidence. We know that. Um, but if you want to get views, you want to get likes, whatever you're gonna fake that shit because otherwise you're gonna be spending a lot of time out in the field and less time at home if you do that but i don't recommend <laughs> because we ain't stupid the ones of us that have been investigating for a long time we know better and here's the thing like i I don't have to fake evidence. You don't have to do that. Like it will eventually, you'll eventually get the golden egg. It'll mm -hmm. happen. I have only been full-time investigating for a year now. Yep. And I got the golden egg. Like <laughs> I, I got the golden egg video. Yeah. Um, and you're like, happy with that, you know? I'm happy like, with that. If I don't catch anything else, the mm -hmm. whole, the rest of my career, yeah i'm 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 good i have got the golden egg i just have fun doing it i don't know like do you have a golden egg i do not not on camera i don't That's i have most, the problem with me is i go in and i have equipment and but i just want to be i just want to be in the moment like i just I don't want to be distracted by gadgets and gizmos and stuff. I just want to listen. I just want to be a medium most of the time. I love science. I do. I love science and I love being able to have the backup of the evidence of the, 
EVPs and of the lights going off and all the evidence, equipment, stuff like that. But let somebody else do it. Like, that's how I feel half the time. Like, they can put their equipment out. I'll just be here. I'll be my own tool for the night, you know? So I don't have footage like I wish I did. <laughs> and that's what I tell people. And, and it's very hypocritical of me because I've got probably three grand worth of paranormal equipment sitting behind me right now. Yeah. But sometimes the best, best piece of equipment you can use is your body. Right. And your cell phone camera. Right. Are the audio recorder on your mm -hmm. cell phone. That's some of the best equipment. Yeah. Well, and you talked about uh, body cams. That's actually something I've been thinking about getting too, so that I can just hook it up and I don't have to touch it. I, it's already there. It's there with me. It's experiencing with me, you know, so that's definitely. Are they got the GoPro mount that like, it's like strapped and then yep. you can have the GoPro right here. Yeah. I'm looking at doing like one of that with one of my IR cameras because they use the same um, mount system. Yep. So I'm thinking about doing something like that and just, Hey, cool. I have a battery pack on it. It's, it's, it's keeping it charged and we're good to go. Just, just so I can, you know, catch stuff or have right. one that like hangs down and is looking at me so you can see my scared face <laughs> and hear me yeah. scream like a little girl yeah um, yeah for sure that'd be funny well clarissa is there anything else that you would like to share before um do me a favor if you're watching this from my channel, go sh go follow the sharp side of paranormal. What do you want? Facebook and YouTube? Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. TikTok. To the TikTok people that I actually don't even know if there's anybody in the TikTok. It says there's to 14 total views, but it doesn't say like how many people are actually watching. I don't so, know. Don't so care. Definitely go follow them, guys. So share your support. Also, share your support here. Um, and just look forward to January 10th. Um, we'll be live on my page and live on Things Network, as always, and YouTube. Um, so you guys can watch the see what the new series is going to be about. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to be doing a live during the Pythias investigation on New Year's? I don't know yet. I haven't thought about it. Well, if I'm not there, you should do one. That'd be okay. Cool. <laughs> just, just so, yep. Yay! I heard some of the ladies uh, from BAM was coming. I, I have to talk to my wife because because we don't have my son or our son. I apologize, our son, but we have our daughter. Yeah. But um, maybe we can find a babysitter or something i don't know i don't know may i ask how old my my 11 year old's gonna be there i'm just saying she's two you don't oh. you don't you don't trust me you don't want her there yeah oh a and m i'll be in florida okay boo boo on b i only got to wave hi to them during uh peri unity because i was so busy i got like no break during Perry Andy, I was busy. So I met them. I met the BAM goals, but I just said hi. They're absolutely fun to investigate with. Um, I hear, I hear awesome things. Melanie, and after she uses the bathroom, um, <laughs> I made the mistake 
at the Monroe <laughs> House of doing that. And I I had to draw my eyebrows back on. Um, <laughs> Oh my God. It was it was funny in the enjoy the pythias. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm getting. Yeah. I am actually going to be sleeping overnight there. I did not invite everybody to, but I will be sleeping overnight there. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't sleep overnight at locations. I do you, not do it. You will I, eventually. I'm telling you. I probably will. I'm. You You'll know get what? I'm tired of not doing it. I'm gonna sleep on the fifth floor of uh the Waverly. I don't know if they'll let you. <laughs> really? I don't know. If I you thought, do a private, I don't know about private. I only did a public. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a private. I did for the first time a few weekends ago. Yeah. All right, people. Just remember, when I get to 500 subscribers on my YouTube channel, I think I'm at 94 now. Uh, but uh, so once we get to 500, I am giving away a $50 Ghost Stop gift card. All you got to do to be entered in the drawing is go to my uh, Facebook, The Sharp Side of Paranormal. There is a pinned post. Make sure you like and comment on that. And then once I get to 500 subscribers on my YouTube, I will draw a name out of a hat. And that person will get a $50 gift card to go stop. So, which awesome. is always nice because their stuff is awesome and also expensive. So, and then once we get to a thousand, we're, or, you know, after we get to the 500 mark, when we're going to the a thousand mark, um, I'm going to do something really, really special and really expensive, but we will get to that. Once we get to the 500, I would like to get to 500 by the end of the year. Don't know if that's going to happen. It's 22 days away. So anyway. <laughs> remember like and subscribe uh go follow clarissa on unveil paranormal um facebook instagram anything youtube tiktok youtube TikTok. i got my own website now go check it out <laughs> yes yes i've been seeing that i'm excited i'm excited for that well clarissa it has been an absolute pleasure okay yep um, absolutely i enjoyed being here all right, you guys all have a good one.